Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you're here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom-designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Welcome back, my friends. We are here today with another Tuesday and another episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast. This is actually episode number 10 today, and I want to thank everybody for their support and encouragement. We are well over 500 downloads at this point already, and to me, that's just really exciting, really mind-blowing, and really humbling to know that so many people are not only listening and tuning in, but also sharing this podcast with other people that they think will also enjoy the content. So thank you. Keep doing that. I love it. I appreciate it. Let's start with episode 10 called The Struggle is Real. In this episode, I actually got writing. I I started and I was on path one way and literally this video clip that I had seen years ago popped into my head And I knew that that was God giving me a visual that I could share with you. So without further ado, here we go. Episode 10, The Struggle is Real. There are seasons in our lives that are hard. Seasons of struggle, seasons of lack, seasons of loneliness, seasons of fear, and seasons of grief. Seasons that honestly make us question what the point in all of this is. Seasons that break our hearts, break our spirit, and at times break our belief that God is even really there at all. Those are seasons we don't want to remember. We don't want to relive and seasons we don't want us or anyone we love to ever have to go through again. If you are in a season like this right now, then girl, I want you to understand that after every dark and stormy night comes the calm and light of a new day. After every cold and dark winter comes the warmth and sunshine of summer. After every struggle, hardship, and loss comes a new season, a season of growth, abundance, and joy. Stay in faith. I want you to think about dark seasons you have gone through or might even be currently living through right now. And I want you to look back or upon each of those times in your life that you have gone through darkness. Matthew chapter 27 verses 45 to 46 remind of the darkness that Jesus Christ himself went through. At noon, the whole country was covered with darkness, which lasted for three hours. At about three o'clock, 
Jesus cried out with a loud shout, Eli, Eli, lima sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why did you abandon me? He felt all the emotions that we do at times. Despair, weakness, abandonment, hopelessness, grief. He was in the darkness. In verse 49, someone says, wait, let us see if Elijah is coming to save him. Don't we wonder the same in our times of struggle? Don't we wonder where God is? Why he isn't swooping in to save us from this hardship? Why he's letting us live through this struggle? But later on in this chapter, Jesus, as we know, he dies as part of God's plan. And it's after this struggle that God shows everyone that he was there all along. So still in Matthew chapter 27, but now we're going a little further into verses 51 to 54, we hear about how the curtain hanging in the temple was split in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split apart, the graves broke open, and many of God's people who had died were raised to life. They left the graves, and after Jesus rose from death, they went into the holy city where many people saw them. When the army officer and the soldiers with him who were watching Jesus saw the earthquake and everything else that happened, They were terrified and they said, he really was the son of God. It was after the struggle that God showed himself. It was after Jesus cried out, after he died, and after others expressed doubt that God was even there, that he showed up big time, right? He showed up to bring Christ to resurrection And he's about to show up for redemption in your struggle as well, my dear. You see, sometimes it takes great struggle and a season of darkness for somebody to see the light. It takes pain and discomfort for us to get to a point where we are so broken down that we cry out for the help from our Father. We all know the expression, that what goes up must come down. But I want to flip that around today. I want you to look at this expression with a fresh set of eyes. What gets knocked down will rise up. What gets knocked down will rise up. When life causes us to fall down, be knocked down, held down, pulled down and taken down, we are actually then in the perfect position to call on Christ to help us rise up. It's when we are down. It's when we are broken. It's when we are a mess. It's when we are down on our knees and crying out that God can redeem us. God didn't allow you to enter into this battle that you're currently in without hope of ever getting out of it. No, it's simply just another season that you are meant to pass through. You are not in this battle alone. You have not been abandoned. But you are, however, 
knocked down on your knees, struggling to get back up. And therefore, you're in the perfect position to call on Christ. Each time he allows you to go through the darkness, you emerge braver, stronger, and more grateful for his light. He is the hand that reaches down to pull you up, the shoulder to cry on, and the strong arms that will carry you through. Each time he allows you to go through the dark, it is with the promise of hope prevailing of light at the end of the tunnel. First, though, you must endure the struggle. Derek Redmond is a former British Olympic sprinter who in the 1992 Barcelona Summer Olympic Games was a strong contender to win the men's 400 meter. During the semi-final race, he was sprinting along the track amongst the best in the world when suddenly his right hamstring tore. He instantly went from on top of his game and closing in on a top three finish to limping in excruciating pain and stomaching devastating disappointment. He literally goes from being one of the fastest men in the world to halted and down on one knee in a matter of seconds. It's in this moment that Derek encounters his struggle. In the video replay of the race, we see a strong athletic man in his Olympic prime huddled momentarily down on his knee. He looks defeated, agonized, and weak. But then he does something phenomenal. After a brief moment of being down, he decides to get back up, and he begins his long journey hobbling to the finish line. This is, of course, a fantastic example of determination and the spirit of never giving up. But wait, there's more. Just when you think poor Derek is bound to spend the last few hundred meters of his race struggling alone after everyone else has passed him and made it to the finish line, you see a man from the stands rush towards him. You also see security and other Olympic officials approach this man and he says things to them and they, they immediately back away and they let him catch up to Derek. And you see, this man is Jim Redmond, Derek's father. And he races to catch Derek and throw his arm around him to help his son to the finish line. The emotional release from Derek when the arms of his father wrap around him and he has to lean on his dad, it's absolutely overwhelming. Like he instantly breaks down sobbing and in tears and literally buries his head into his father's shoulder as the two of them make their way to the finish line together. Father and child, strong and weak, side by side, supporting one another. If you have never seen this powerful video, and I really honestly would encourage you at this point, pause this episode, go into my show notes, or just go into Google and search Derek Redmond Falls and take the two minutes, grab a tissue, of course, because it's like you'll be crying tears of joy. It's incredible. But just watch and then come back, okay? 
So I'll give you a sec. All right. Did you watch? Isn't that so, so powerful? Like the love of a father. Oh my gosh. Wow. What Derek faced was struggle. He faced a period of darkness, a terrific blow to the plan he had in place. He was at the Olympics to win, not to be knocked down in the race of his life. But isn't this always how it goes, though? We have all the right plans in place. Our plans, our thoughts on how our future will play out, and then boom, something tragic, traumatic, or terrible happens that brings us to our knees, struggling to finish our race. The death of a family member, an unexpected divorce, loss of your job, that diagnosis you weren't ready for, a bankruptcy, mental health struggles, your child going astray, whoosh, 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 everyone else is blowing past you and has finished and meddled. And here you are limping to the finish line, seemingly alone and struggling to decide if you can actually do this or not. What only seems like a few hundred meters at first can seem like weeks, months, and years of darkness and struggle when you are trying to simply get back up and decide if you will finish your race. But oh my girl, there is so much more. Picture this. Your heavenly father is watching intently from the stands. He's watching you with love in his eyes as he sees you flying along, happy in life and in control and destined for greatness. And then he also witnesses the fall. He sees his beloved child come to a screeching halt and fall to one knee in pain and sorrow. He hears as you cry out. He wants to race over to you right away. But more than that, even, he wants to know if you will position yourself to rise up by calling out to him during this time and being willing to get back up and keep going. It's once you make this decision to rise up after the struggle, like that phoenix rising from the ashes, to keep going after the fall, to get back up even when the race is all but over. It's only then that God can leap over that guardrail and come running up from behind to catch you and to throw his arms around you and allow you to collapse into his embrace so that he can carry you the rest of the way. It's when you break down in absolute overwhelmed grief that you are vulnerable enough to bury your head into his chest. It's when you realize that he was there all along. He just needed to witness you fall and rise up before he could run over to you. If you never fell in the first place, you wouldn't need him in the same way. You don't cry out for help when all is well. You don't require additional love and support when the seas are calm. You don't need to rise up if you haven't fallen down. This is why God allows us to live through these seasons of struggle. This is why he doesn't rescue us before we fall. This is why he waits 
till we are down, fallen on our knees and sees us at our weakest, most broken moment. This is why he waits for the perfect moment to come to us. And this is why we become so much closer to him each time we go through a season of darkness in our life. God is the ultimate father. He is willing to pass those officials questioning him and trying to prevent him from getting to us. He is willing to have us lean on him as we head towards the finish line of life together. It hurts him to see us suffer in whatever it is we are battling in our lives. It hurt him to see his son, Jesus Christ, on the cross moments from death. But it isn't until we fall that he can help us to rise up. What goes down must rise up. Will you pray with me today? Come on, I'll lead you through. Hey, Lord, thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you for allowing us to wake up to a new day and to wake up in whatever season we are in. Lord, some of us are riding those smooth seas right now, and some of us are in a season of darkness. And no matter what that season is brought on by, how long it will last, how often it will repeat itself, Lord, we ask that you remind us that if we are knocked down, we are in a perfect position to crawl to our knees and to cry out for you. That that is where our most vulnerable selves can ask for you, Lord, to come and to help us. And that if we don't fall, we don't need to reach out in that way. Lord, we ask that for anybody going through their season of struggle and darkness, that they can start to see the light at the end of the tunnel, that they can start to feel the promise of that bright sunrise after a dark and stormy night. And Lord, whatever it is that struggle is meant to teach or meant to guide or meant to show, we ask that you do reveal that clearly. Lord, we ask that you bless and protect everyone listening today, that you provide for everyone who is hearing this message today. We ask that we can be grateful for you for the struggles, because we know that our struggles are real, our struggles are purposeful, and our struggles ultimately bring us closer to you, Lord. We ask this in your name. Amen. Thank you, ladies, so much for joining me again today. I'm really hoping that you do watch that video. And, you know, even once you watch it, maybe go back and listen to part of this again. And I think you'll really connect that whole idea of falling. And when you fall, that's when God can race to you, right? He doesn't swoop in before you fall. He comes after. I hope that you have the most amazing week. And I appreciate you joining and spending some time with me here today. And I wish you all of God's blessings. From my heart to yours, bye for now. Mm-hmm.